Yeah, Aaron, house clips as like a thing you're just watching casually. That's just insane to me. That you would just be casually watching house clips. Why? What's like, wrong with house? Time. I feel like what Geo does makes way more sense of like, you know, a comedy one where it's kind of just like bits. You know? Well, house is funny. Mm, I think house has funny parts. Yeah. It's not like a comedy show. Wait, so what's house? It's, like he's a, like a doctor and he's like a drug addict or something. And then like. Oh, well, yeah. Tales on his it was that, that yeah. phase <laughs> of television where like medical dramas were just coming out all the time. Oh, what a phase. Yeah. We're talking, we're talking 09. <laughs> yeah. We're talking, talking like about... a, yeah. It's like a 2010 show. Dang. Yeah. yeah. Figured. Uh, right on foot. Figured. Your typical uh, Fox drama uh, anti-hero leading the show, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a backstrom. Rain Wilson never got a chance. That's all. Hey, he never, he never, he never ever does. Hey, who who remembers the rocker? You know, I do. No, I don't. Spence, no, actually, the, your, the expression on your face. It says it all. Give me a second. The rocker. Wait, he he, he can get there. Was, he can get the there. Show, was the show called The Rocker? No, it was. I was talking about, I'm talking about the movie. The rock, like the rocker. You know, you, you know the rocker, seen? Spencer. Come on, you've seen that a thousand times. <laughs> I don't know the rocker. You're crazy. No way. He's yeah, crazy. Yeah. You're you're pulling my yeah. leg. And there's no way you're you're telling the truth right now. Or pulling your leg, you know, Gio. That was his <laughs> shot. That was Rain Wilson's shot. That was that was 2000 like 10, 2011 maybe. Uh, he got the starring role. Oh, good for him. I, I don't remember <laughs> yes. it though. I I don't remember. See, that's it. why you you're part of the, you're part of the problem, Spence. I'm part. Of, out, you know, you watched the full sport. season of Backstrom. All right, I was there. <laughs> All right, the show took place in Portland. That's that's a rare thing. <laughs> Portland, Oregon. But no, I uh, yeah, Joe, just I in case you got thing. confused. Yeah, I was doing a similar thing to what you're doing with uh, Curb and Seinfeld, where I was watching uh, Arrested Development clips on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Um, and then it was like, I need to rewatch Arrested Development. And see, everyone's got their poison. It. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's House advice, clips you know? is definitely a poison. Mine's. I think Arrested Development's an antidote. And then I knew I had a problem when Young Sheldon clips started coming up, and then I started skipping everyone to fix my algorithm. I literally manually fixed my algorithm by stopping watching Mm. shit, dude. It was bad. Yeah. You know, my mom just finished watching that show. She watched all of it. She watched every episode. (laughs) Loyalist? (laughs) She's a loyal follower, dude. An enthusiast? Young Sheldon? The finale just came out, you know? Hey, you gotta catch up. There's a big tornado I heard. How many seasons did they green light that That's show? It's got to be like five seasons, I think. Crazy. It's been going on for forever. Aaron, you didn't respond to what I sent you over Instagram, my Big Bang Theory fun fact. I, I probably saw it and was disgusted. Was probably so throw up are, you, are you two, not not that you've watched it, but familiar with the show Succession? Nope. Yes. No Heard idea it. what it is. What's, what the right, fuck? So Aaron, Aaron the fuck lives, under, Aaron the lives fuck under a rock. Shut uh, the fuck up. No, no, no shot. You heard of it. I, I have no idea what we're talking about. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, Succession is, like, the most talked, probably the most talked about show right now. Gio, do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what is it on? The, the series finale came out, like, a week or so ago. Yeah. Drew in 3 million uh, viewers that night. That's crazy. The Big Bang Theory season finale, series finale. Big Bang Theory series finale. How many do you think it brought in? Succession was three, and it's the most talked about show. Uh, probably like a, Seven. probably like a, a mil and a half. Seven okay. million. Seven million. It brought in eighteen million. 
I'm gonna lose that. my mind. That's, that's on. That's on cable television. That's fucking crazy. That was on cable. Yeah. That was after. That was that was Big Bang Theory. Not even at its peak. That was uh, at the end of its twelfth season. That's fuck. fucking unreasonable. Yeah. I just want to clarify for the the, the <sighs> listeners uh, that I'm not like coming at this from the perspective of a Big Bang Theory fan. Uh, uh-huh, oh, uh huh. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Out there, Who's the like, guy that went to Pasadena that. looking for the fucking house? <laughs> First of all, it was an apartment. Right? Was, what? What? The same difference. It's the same difference. I was much younger. All right, it was a classic father-son trip. Uh, a voyage. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, you know, like the it's like the trek to Mecca. It, it's the same yeah. as that. Yeah. Tell me, yeah. you and Bones have never gone on a little trip to South Pass? No. South Pass. We Come we on. went camping, like adults. <laughs> like red blooded Americans. <laughs> like red blooded <laughs> Americans. Yeah. No. No. Sh- no. But the, the thing is that eighteen million, I don't buy it. You know, I don't buy it because I feel like that's, <laughs> that's a lot of that's padding. A lot There's of that's no padding. shot. Like I, you know, I go to the gym. And they got all you see. They got all those like TVs set up above the treadmill, so people can like, you know, fucking entertain themselves, watch uh, watch some novellas while they run and sweat, and like you know, yeah. that's uh, like a hundred views right there. It's like, dude, they, they got like six TVs on like uh, on the same channel. <laughs> you know, they got six. They're that's exclusively Big Bang Theory across the whole country. Hey, you'd be surprised. There's TLC. There's dude. The I'm saying they got it all. They switched around, you know. They they put on like uh, women's softball. Not that there's a men's softball or anything, but you know, uh, <laughs> as opposed they put to the that MLB. On. Yeah. Oh, yeah. College World Series going on right now. I know you. Yeah, dude, it's exciting. Well, I, I have exciting. not. Oklahoma's in it. I got my money on them. Love Oklahoma. There you go. Oklahoma. Big Florida, Oklahoma right? fan. Florida too, right? Or is they Maybe. got knocked out? I think they're in there. Like, I think I think Oklahoma knocked them out. Actually, I don't know. I, I, I checked out once the you know my school was knocked out. So. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, hey, you, you can't know. win them all, Spence. You can't win them all. Yeah, you know, you gotta yeah, give others a chance. All, all I'm saying is, how's UT doing though? Probably not that good. I went not that good. I hope so. I hope so. I hope so is crazy there. (laughs) All right. Thank you for tuning in. Guys, exciting, exciting movie. I'm going to say the title. I'm going to give the audience one second to guess who picked it. The title, Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. You're right, guys. Aaron picked it. Aaron. You're damn yes. right I did. You're goddamn yes. right I did. I have known you for quite a long time. And so I know that Batman, specifically Batman the Animated Series, uh, holds a very special place in your heart. So I thought to get us started, it'd be really interesting if you could tell us why you feel such a strong, profound connection uh, to the animated Batman. A- absolutely. Uh, this is one of those pieces of media that i'm so passionate about i make everyone watch it like uh, over this past year like i I made my girlfriend watch the fucking christmas special it's like one of the best christmas specials of all time christmas with the joker mark hamill just absolutely killing the role uh but the reason why i'm so like passionate and like just love this shit so much is uh, like as a kid it was one of the few DVD collections that I owned. So I could watch the entirety of it. You know what I mean? Like, I, it mm-hmm. wasn't like, oh, I have the odd episode of SpongeBob. I have the odd episode of Fairly Odd Parents. I have the entire collection and I can watch all of it. To this day, I still have those They're right behind me right now on my, on my shelf. The original ones that I watched as a kid. But then, you know, I started getting into film, stuff like that. I, I you know, I, I keep watching it as like more of a guilty pleasure thing. It's, mind you, it's a great show. It is one of the best cartoons 
of all time, and there, there's no like debating it. It's it's fucking legendary. But I remember when I first started like watching movies and like a- actually like analyzing them and stuff like that when I was like in high school or whatever. I watched this movie and it really this one really caught my eye. It it just it's it's so it's so fucking good, dude. It's so fucking good. I because uh, I I didn't have this disc as a child. I do remember that. I didn't have this disc. I got it at a later date. Uh, you know, after like doing a bit of research and uh and I mm-hmm. watched this later and let me tell you, amazing, amazing. Uh, but I'm so excited to hear what you guys think about it because I <laughs> personally think that this is like the greatest piece of Batman media that there is. This specific movie, yeah, is the greatest piece. I, of I while I know I'm v- very biased. <laughs> well, I, I think it's yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. We love something so much. We're like this. To me, this is the best, uh, and can like objectively probably say maybe it's not technically the best or maybe not the best oh, yeah. movie but it's your favorite is it the best i don't know there's arguments that it is and isn't but for me for sure it's my favorite I kind of think of like the big lebowski would be mine something where i'm like i love this so much and we'll watch it over and over and over again yeah. is it technically an outstanding movie is it one of the better made comedies i don't know you know like there, there's debates both yeah. ways but what I do know for a fact is that it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Damn right. And every time I put it on, like, I'm just thrilled. Um, mm-hmm. Gee, I'm sure you have one in that vein, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, Tenacious D, Pick a Destiny. Oh, I classic. Over and over again. Yeah, Jack Black's greatest role uh, right next to Kung Fu Ooh. Panda. See, no, there's, hey, there's first off. There you go. There you go, Spence. There you go. Put me <laughs> I was going to say. Put me down. It's every, every episode. Jumbles, you see, you hear that? Up. Aaron, I say this every time. You hear that? You hear that? Mm? Well, yep, I know. The way he said that. Do I edit these? You know how often I hear that? It, it was the... It's, it's the tone of that, you know? It yeah, like, it really is. It wasn't like the... Hmm. He makes it, it seem was, innocuous. He makes it seem <laughs> innocuous, but he's really judging you very hard. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard judge in there. You know, it's yep. a, lot of, a lot of undertones with that. Uh, but as I was saying, you know, I got plenty of those too. But, you know, I, you know, me, my opinion on it is like, you know, I feel like the subjective opinion or whatever is like almost more important you know what i mean like uh, the objective type of thing yeah. like you're gonna be chasing the chasing the tail chasing your tail around you know going in circles like yeah, i'll leave that up to someone else i feel like it's like more interesting when someone tells me like uh like their favorite movie it's uh, like you're not gonna say no one's gonna say uh fucking citizen kane you know yeah, yeah. they'd be like, a psychopath yeah, like, uh, yeah he, that's like something for the for the professors, you know, uh, <laughs> like, it's more interesting when someone says, like, you know, Batman, Master of the Phantasm, it tells more about you, you know, because like there's something tied to it. Actually, I just thought of a good question for the group. What is a movie where you ask some, somebody you've either like just met or getting to know, um, and you ask them your favorite movie, their favorite movie? Oh. What is an answer that would make you go, or not? I'm not talking. Red to flag. Avatar. Avatar. Uh, <laughs> immediately out the gate i i will i refuse to talk to you you you're not worth even a second sentence on absolutely not not talking to you i think probably more uh more than like a specific one i'd say like my sort of litmus test is gonna be like uh like give me like your top three top five right it, okay. it's kind of like i'm kind of uh kind of getting a pool like first red flag would probably be if they can answer too fast, you know what I mean? Like if, if someone doesn't have to think too, like imagine like that's such a major question, 
like you know think about like what's your favorite album you know that's huge it's like oh whoa whoa that's ma- that's massive that's like how can you even quantify that when someone if i can ask like what's your top three top five favorite movies someone's got like a quick answer that's an that's an automatic red flag well first of all you know are you even watching anything like that <laughs> and then on top of that on top of that i think more so would be like you know, there's like that standard, like uh, every guy has these DVDs like in their room. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I ask you, like, what's your top three, top five? And you start, you rattle off Scarface, uh, well, uh, <laughs> uh, Wolf of Wall Street and uh, Goodfellas. Boom. Top three. Uh, name it right there in your mm-hmm. face. You know that. Then I'm like, OK, well, I know who we're dealing with right here. What about yeah. you, Spence? I, I think Wolf of Wall Street's actually, well, it's a very good movie. A good example of one right there. Mm-hmm. Um, what I was going to say is if anybody gives me anything in the MCU. Oh, oh that's good. You know, that's good. Like, it's like yeah. you could be a Marvel fan, but like you need to recognize that the movies aren't anything special, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of cool what they've that achieved. They're, they're products. They're not yeah. really cinema to some, not to be a Scorsese guy. I mean, oh, it's, some, it's Scorsese. I mean, there are Marvel movies that I've very much enjoyed and would say, hey, those are well-made well-done movies and some of them did have like you know make me feel emotions to some extent yeah uh, there's not a single marvel movie close to my top 10 no no shot no, i don't even think I in think, the top yeah, think, 20 no, top no 50 shot. even yeah i think and i think the only people that have like any valid like reason to say that uh like any given marvel movie is their favorite are like kids like you know like and they can't even say that for like another yeah. few years you know what i mean because then you get the stories of like oh watch this like you have a story there's like a story attached to that but if someone's just saying that like raw like this marvel mm-hmm. movie like oh shit doctor strange man that's fucking oh, cinema right man. there mm, that's yeah, number one that's tough. To, like just because just off the strength you know it, that's that's crazy yeah that's crazy to me and to, to clarify mcu because technically like Spider-Verse is a Marvel movie. Yeah. And Across the Spider-Verse was like, like it took my breath away. Great. Um, so, so specific to MCU where it's like, you watch it, you're like, wow, this was purely made to, so they can put these characters on like a lunchbox. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, like that, that would be, that's kind of what I'm going for. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she brought back a, a core college memory where I, I went to go visit a friend of mine. Um, okay. Won't say their name. Uh, now, Sam, I'll bleep it. I want to know who it is. I want to know who it no, is. But, uh, went into this guy's house. Uh, we've been friends for a few years. It was my first time going to his house. Uh-huh. Uh, and got there. I was like, oh, like he lives across the street from like a group of female friends that I had. Oh, um, oh. It's like organization oh. we're in together. I go into this guy's house. And I walk in and I immediately go, oh, no. Oh, my God. Right? Because he had these flags up in his – and technically they weren't his. They were his roommates. Okay. Had these like flags up in his living room, uh, and there's like an American flag, uh, a, mm. a Saturdays wow. for the boys flags. So it's Oof. like I don't love them, but the one where really broke it was a scene from The Wolf of Wall Street on oh, a flag. What? Oof! What scene? scene? I was gonna ask what scene do you think it was? I have okay. one that came to mind, but I hope it's not that. Uh, I, I got the I got okay I got the uh, the snorting the coke out of the out of the butthole one. You're right. It was that. No, so shot. no way. <laughs> Did you really just think that? That's crazy. No it was, dude, it was on a flag above their couch. In the <laughs> in the remember, front room. I remember yeah, like seeing uh, one of the, the girls across the street. 
I was like, yeah, like, like my friend, like a really good friend of mine actually lives across the street from you guys. And she's like, oh, we'll show like get together sometime. I was like, don't go into his home. <laughs> for your safety he's a good guy but i i don't know about the roommate stay away man that's that's like one of those uh tell me you get no pussy without telling me you get no pussy. oh a hundred percent like uh, first off to have more than one flag in, in in a in a dorm room that's, have a flag indoors is insane to me i feel yeah. like i feel like you get the american flag you know like uh that's kind of silly like whatever i get but goofy yeah, yeah. Uh, saturdays are for the boys uh combo with that yeah, that that's a little together. rough. All of that coming together is crazy. Yeah, that's see, I, I've um, that's tough for me because I know you, Aaron. You're probably not the most, I would say, uh, close follower of sports. Um, no, not at all. Unless so you're it's probably hockey. not. Yeah, probably not too oh, yeah. familiar with like the organization of barstool sports. But it's a thing of Ooh. like some they they put out some content that I think is funny, but their fan is that the pizza is, guy like, so toxic. <laughs> Is that, that the pizza guy? Their, it's like one of their series, yeah. I fucking guy. love that guy. Uh, oh. That guy's yeah, funny. Oh. Alright. Should we do it, Gio? Or should I, I think you should. I what happened? Should. Did, uh, did he get canceled <laughs> and I don't know about it? He's just kind of an asshole. Not kind is of, he? he is. <laughs> um, Wait, yeah. is he not playing a character? Is that like actually how he is? That is, I, I've only seen like a clip of one of those videos. Uh... I, I, that, he's the founder, Aaron. So that guy's a billionaire. Oh, His name's David uh, Portnoy. I, I already um, don't like you if you're a billionaire. I'm gonna be honest. If I he is problematic, I would say. Okay. I, I think that's the word I would use to describe him. You know, like the Matty Healy, lead singer of the 1975. He hasn't done. Mm-hmm. He hasn't committed any uh, crimes. He's problematic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Good comparison. Comparison. Yeah, I, uh, it's going over my head, but that's fine. <laughs> Aaron's yeah. like, I haven't, I haven't recognized a single name in the last eight minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. can we get back to boss. Batman? <laughs> yeah, yeah you know, good point. This is actually a very, very good movie, right? I mean, I, I watched it twice, just for the record. Oh, that's nice. crazy. Yeah. I mean, you could have. It was a pretty tight. You've watched it about like eight percent of the times I've watched it. Eight <laughs> percent? Do that math in your head? Uh, no, nah, I just came up with yeah. percentage. I'm not oh, that logic. Aaron has seen it twenty six times. I, it's probably around there. I'm gonna be honest. Okay, that's not bad. It's that's probably in the twenties. I think it's in the twenties for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's it's very good. I liked the. I think just you and I kind of touched on it a little bit, but like the general like new film noir feel to it. Yes. You know? mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. trying to put my finger on like what exactly it was because watching, I was like. It has like an epic feel to it with the music. It has like a very stylized, almost horror feel. I was trying to like think what what encapsulates this because I almost feel like it's cross genre because it also takes place in a very different time. And then I was like, I think Gio yeah. said it, noir. I was like, that's it. That's it. Yeah, it, yeah. it really I feel is like it's like everything. Yeah. yeah, it's like everything. Everything tied together. Like I, I I may know that that too. It's like I don't know the whole vibe. I I feel like it's almost is, is it like meant to be set during that time? Because like they do it with the cars, uh, like it's like those thirties, forties t- like looking cars. Plus like how the Cameras, city, the, yeah, yeah, the how the how the city kind of like looks like their backdrop is like gothic almost, like how they look how they made Gotham look, and it's kind of like all all plays into that. Plus like just how the voice actors are talking, like they yeah. just sound like like old time, yeah. you know, like thirties uh, New York cops, you know, like uh, like whatever, like uh, yeah, yeah this. They are 
the entire like the uh the batman the animated series is all stylized like that i know you guys probably haven't seen like very many episodes if any at all uh but they, they really did follow like that that style obviously it's the same animation team um mm-hmm. the only thing different in this movie which i didn't know until kind of recently which i'm a little disappointed in myself about is the music is inspired by danny elfman but not done by him in this one so he is oh. not the composer for this one which okay. i was very surprised to see because danny elfman as you guys probably know did batman the animated series as well as um the score for like the 19 or the what what, what the what's Tim the Burton actor's ones? name yeah, the Tim, oh, the, the uh, Tim Burton Keaton. ones and the Michael Keaton one. Yeah, they use the same. Yeah, yeah, it is Michael, the Michael Keaton one. Yeah, it isn't the Tim Burton ones. Yeah, Michael Keaton is uh, number two Batman. By the way, that's number two, really. Who's number one Batman? Batman? Christian Bale. <laughs> Christian Bale. Yeah, come on. I mean, it's Kevin. Conroy, Do you remember that, we, we that, that scene in it. Neighbors where they're like smoking a joint and he's like, "Who's who's who's the real Batman? Christian Bale? No, man. Yeah. <laughs> Michael <laughs> Keaton. Everyone Michael knows Keaton. that Christian Bale isn't the real Batman. Real Batman fans know that it's Kevin Conroy. Is that where this it's is? It's Kevin going? Conroy. It, it, Kevin Conroy is an icon of the industry. Conroy, yeah, you know he was also in rest in peace. Go. Rest in peace, man. Big R.I.P. Damn, I, he was in Teen Titans Go though. He was, yeah. you know, you know, yeah, you got to pay the career. That was, you know, got to pay the bills. I'm cherry picking. It's true. Gotta pay the bills. Gotta, but he's been playing gotta. Batman since the early '90s. And and obviously he did pass away. Or was it this year or last year? I think it was this year. I, was I think it was this year. Yeah, he passed away unfortunately this year. Man. Very. I was, I was yeah. unironically like taken aback when I heard about that. I was like, fuck. I was. Yeah. That was yeah, crazy. I, I was gonna ask Aaron like because you you chose this one if you knew or did not know that it was like the thirtieth anniversary uh, of this particular movie. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I watched it again recently. Wow, it yeah. is the, yeah, dude. I, I think about this movie all the time. I have, I have. Okay, I want you guys to guess how many copies of this movie I have. Mm. How many do I own? How many physical copies? How many, do you have? How many physical copies will will include like iTunes and like YouTube and stuff like that? I'm gonna go three. I'm gonna go six. Do you want to give us the answer? Or yeah, I, I, I will. I'm t- wait, I, I think I might. Have <laughs> He's checking. I might, I might have an extra one. I might have an extra one that I forgot about. Uh, this is tough for the listeners out there. It's also tough for me and Gio. Okay, it's four. Reason Aaron's not on. It's four. Camera. It's four. Four. Okay, yeah. Gio, you win. You were close. Dang. Close oh, to that going over. I went three. Okay. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And no speak. Yeah. Speaking of voice actors, though, Mark Hamill. Mark as Joker. Fucking Hamill, best this? Joker of all time. You guys okay. can disagree with me. You guys can disagree with me if you want. It's a podcast. Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. I'm ready. Well, I was going to say, this This brings up a broader discussion that I wanted to bring up. Um, mm-hmm. The three of us, we have a friend. He's a good guy. His name's Ivan. Shout out. Um, and Ivan texted me some other day last week. Um, if I can, He asked me if, if voice actors are actors. Uh, Ooh. And I had said they're, they're a type of actor. I mean, they're called voice actors. It's like they're yeah. obviously an actor, but they're like a specialized actor. Uh, and we kept going back and forth. I'll, I'll say this about our buddy Ivan. We'll, we'll not let an argument go. Uh, this went for <laughs> multiple days where I kept getting like rebuttals from him. I'd be like, are we still on this? Like, I, 
I'm just repeating myself at this point. Um, to, to summarize it, I was essentially saying that yes, voice actors are a specialized type of actor. For me, it's very difficult to put a voice acting performance above an acting performance because voice acting to me is only half of the equation. Okay, okay can I can I get offer a rebuttal for this movie and Batman the Animated Series as like an individual piece of media? Please do. Okay. Okay. So, you guys know, I'm sure most people know how animated movies are are like the audio is recorded and like the voice acting and stuff. Completely separate. You go into a booth for eight hours, you knock out the movie, right? This is not how they recorded Batman. They actually had the actors in the sound booth together for the major of the vast majority of episodes and takes. Oh, okay. So any episode with Mark Hamill, Kevin Conroy, they would always be in the booth together oh. when they were doing their back and forth. Yeah. So I I would argue that that takes the voice acting to a different level. I think that's closer to normal acting. And that that is like I'm talking about that specifically the debate. We're not talking about. Kevin Hart in the Life of Pets, you know, where he, he's there for the <laughs> oh, well. Fabletics paycheck, you know, he's got to cover his yeah. costs or whatever. But I'm talking about like very good voice acting performances and very good physical acting performances, and we can keep it to the Batman universe here. Like to me, I, I can't even entertain Mark Hamill's performance being above Heath Ledger's because of how much work Heath Ledger is doing and how much mm. you're not just taking in with his voice, but how much you're taking in with his facial expressions. Is That's his right. physical actions, how he's mm-hmm. like literally putting fear into his like in scenes, he's putting fear into his co stars, mm-hmm. which and, is very and, good acting. It, very different from like what Leto was doing, where he's like making them feel uncomfortable, like outside yeah. of work. That's not that's not acting. What, yeah. what you know, Ledger does is acting. <laughs> yeah, no, but I feel like I, I, I definitely agree with you. I mean, it, it, I what I was saying, I, I feel like, is that he is the best Joker. Like, when I, you know, I, I read comics, you know, relatively, you know, it was a significant part of my childhood. So, uh-huh. I, whenever I read a comic with the Joker in it, I read it as Mark Hamill's voice. Every mm-hmm. single time. I still do to this day. Yeah. Like, if I, like obviously, I don't read comics nearly as much as I did when I was a kid. But, of course. Yeah. But, but what I mean is, like, when I think of the Joker as, like, a character and as, like, a cultural icon, I think I'm Mark Hamill. I think Heath Ledger's acting performance is infinitely more impressive than Mark Hamill's. But, you know, I, I think there's something to be said about the cultural significance of a character as opposed to, like, the impressiveness of their acting performance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think in that, too, is also there's something to be said about the, uh, I guess, like, the the skill that it takes to be a voice actor. Not only in, like, your range of voice and like how you, I guess, like craft a voice for a character, but it's also like, like kind of like imagining a character, so to speak, you know, it's like, well, think about like the context of like this, like nineties uh, or whatever. My, uh, Mark Hamill gets asked to do this. Right. And there's like, what are the previous, I guess, like iterations of the Joker? You know, you got like the, what, like the fifties guy, like the or sixties, yeah. like Batman uh, or whatever. And I think there was like uh, a couple more, like, what like two more it was a few more series before that animated as well and then i think the val kilmer one was before that i think 92 or i guess i don't know but anyways not many iterations of the joker to choose from and that's he's coming in he's creating this whole like identity this whole voice just just from the voice you know this this whole character from the voice you know and like i don't know evoking something 
like deeper, evoking some like uh, some power, like you know, intimidating or whatever, or like mm-hmm. just like a an essence, you know. And that's that's something that's hard to do, especially for an actor, just like not to be, because acting like in the physical and like live action, you have control of how people view you, right? You have to you have that level of like communication with the audience, you know. But when you don't have that as a voice as like a voice actor, you have to do all of that through the voice. You know, and then, yeah, sure. of course, people animate that. But, like, it's all coming from that voice, right? Yeah. I mean, my Ivan made a similar argument. And my counter was, if you know, a voice actor can't express themselves. Like, they can't act in the physical way or an expressive way. Now the animator does that part of the job for them. That's and, true, but that, yeah. So it so, isn't up but to there, them. There's both ways to look at it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a very good, I think, discussion on an interesting topic. Uh, but I don't want to get too far away from this incredible movie that we have in front of us. Mm-hmm. So, Mr. Aaron, how about you hit us up with this really fun segment that we've started called the Slap Shot. Slap Tell shot. us what your favorite shot, favorite shot of Batman Mask of the Phantasm was. Okay, so context. We were this is obviously the first time we've done this segment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we were, so we were talking about discussing like what we would do. Before we even came up with the name of this segment, I knew what the shot for this movie was going to be. I, okay. I hadn't seen this movie in probably a year, but I still remember this. This like, okay, so I, I guess I'll describe it. I don't really know how to do this that well. Uh, maybe we can <laughs> add it into like uh, a picture. Maybe we could add it in on like Twitter or something like that, uh, or, or like a we'll throw Instagram it up as like the. Yeah, yeah, follow us on Instagram, socials, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Shout out. Um, but yeah, let, why, don't, why don't we do that? We'll, we'll upload it on there so that everyone can at least see the shot uh, that I'm talking yeah. about. But I'll I'll try to describe it very briefly, really quick. Okay. So, um, the scene is right after um, the girl breaks up with the Batman and she leaves for Europe, right? You guys mm-hmm. remember this scene? Um, I do. So, he's, like, climbing around and he's talking about, in the scene previous, he's talking about how he needs to, like, invoke fear in the criminal's stuff like that right yeah um so when he's finally putting on the mask and the Mm -hmm. cowl and and he turns and he's like he uh alfred hands him the cloak over his shoulder puts Mm -hmm. it on turns around and he looks at alfred for the first time super intense close-up on his eyes Mm -hmm. and i feel like that is just the art direction here of bruce tim like creating this character in this way is just so important to how Batman is, like, perceived, not only in, like, the current, like, cultural framework that we have to work with today where there's, like, 60 fucking Batman, but, like, mm-hmm. even in comics. Like, th- this is just everything that the character is about. And I think that's why I like this movie so much. I think this image illustrates why I like this movie so much. It it just... It, it, it tells you exactly what the character of Batman is supposed to be and what he's mm-hmm. been to, like, for, you know, how, how fucking old is the character since, like, the 1940s? Yeah. Like, like shit, dude. Like, Literally. this character's been around this long. But he he really gets down to, like, the essence of the character. And that's why I, why I like this movie a lot. Is one of, one of my favorite lines in the entire film, and I hope you guys uh, remember this line from it, uh, mm-hmm. is he's, he's talking up to his parents, at their mm. grave, you know, while mm-hmm. like thunder and lightning and the rain pouring on yeah. him. And he just says quietly to himself and looks down at the ground, I didn't count on being happy. Mm-hmm. And that, oh my God, that line every time, ki- like, kills me. That, it's so, yeah. it's so great. 
is uh, oh, it's so great. That whole scene is just excellent. That was the one. You 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 hit it right on the mark. As soon as you said that, like it made me think of that scene and really what I enjoyed the most uh, after seeing this or coming out of this was how they portrayed his struggle between fighting crime and having a normal life, having happiness. You know yes. what I mean? Like, and that whole thing, like uh, at his parents' gravestone, that really encapsulated it for me as well. And just like overall, I feel like in this one, I guess like, okay, uh, just to have like something to compare to say like in the, in the Christian Bale Batman, right. Mm. And that one, he feels like a master of his domain. He feels like he like blah 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 knows it all. He's already in to the into the Batman like character or like crime fighting or whatever. But in yeah. this one, it doesn't feel like he knows it all. It feels like he's still figuring it out on top of having that like internal struggle. Especially you know, in the flashbacks, like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love how they how they did that. I felt like it felt different. And mm-hmm. uh, at least for me, like for what from what I've seen. Like even like the Michael Keaton ones, like like it you never, you never see that. I guess you, you kind of see like the flashbacks or whatever, but it never feels like he's like out of control or whatever. Yeah. Like he, he always, he's always in control in those ones, but in this one it doesn't necessarily feel like that, you know? Well, yeah. And that's kind of what I really, another thing I really like about it is it shows like an origin story of Batman, but without doing the bullshit with parents and the fucking pearls falling on the ground. Yeah. You don't need You don't, yeah. I don't need to Every see time. why he's Batman. I need to see the origin of him as, I don't need to see the origin of Bruce Wayne and why he's fighting this crusade. I, I already know that. And the, and the character and the, like the directors and like the people working on this film knew that, knew that the audience would know that. And so like they don't, they forebode all the fucking pearls falling on the ground, the gunshot going off and all that nonsense. Mm. We get into the nitty gritty. He goes out He's trying to fight crime. He fucking sucks at it. He's fucking getting yeah. his ass kicked. He's fucking flying over like trucks. He's weighing over his head at like a multiple points in the in the flashbacks. It's mm-hmm. so fun to watch. It, yeah. It's uh, it's it's it's, a, it's such an interesting side of Batman that you don't really see in the movies because it's either you know he's training or he's kicking ass. You Literally. don't you don't get to see like the struggle of him becoming Batman. You see him struggling as a kid, and then you mm-hmm. cut back, and it's like. He's been forged into this iron, like impenetrable yeah. machine. Uh huh. But yeah, like but you before. don't get the you don't get the turmoil of being mm-hmm. the Batman. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and I feel like it. What's crazy to me is that they were able to do that, not only within the time frame of like an hour and seventeen minutes, which is insane. Yeah. But also to keep a great pace and just like keep you engaged the whole time. Like, for me, this hour and 17 felt like two hours in the best way possible. There was so yes. much going on, and it hit the ground running right out the gate. Comes at you with, like, a fight scene. The, you know, like, the forging money, and then, boom, oh, introduces yeah. the villain right there. Right there. And then, how does it get the exposition out? In the flashbacks. Yeah, and it, and it interweaves mm-hmm. that. And it interweaves within the story. Because the, ultimately, the story is that struggle within himself. That, yeah. I thought, was masterful. Like, how they crafted that was very impressive yeah that was very good and going back to where we started this discussion the slap shot bit uh that scene you're talking about Aaron. there was something i really loved in that scene uh which was alfred's reaction oh my uh, gosh, to the mask mm. it was fear mm-hmm. it was fear he was he's he's scared of what he's become uh yeah. and that is i you know not that we haven't seen it 
in other Batmans, because you know, obviously in all the Batmans, there's like this kind of concern from the Alfred character. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also in all the other Batmans, he's very much portrayed as like this really badass character. And I think what we see in that Alfred reaction is the fear over like what this man has become because he's so clearly like broken. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I don't know if this is the shot you were talking about, Aaron, but I was looking, I was trying to find it, and that's a great yes. shot. Yes, yes, uh, it's that awesome one, that and then the one of just his eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, phenomenal scene. Not that there isn't a bad, a phenomenal scene. Like they're all phenomenal, almost. In this oh, movie. honestly, uh, all killer. I, yeah, I mean, some some ones that I wrote down, like the that graveyard scene. That was the one that gave me that real horror feel. Yeah. Um, mm. the the lighting and the cigarette with the matchbook. You know, the kind yep. of like rising fog. The kind of, um, I would say like you know uncertainty about what's going on. The kind of eerie feeling. Um. You know, they do a really great job of doing that here. And they kind of do it without, at this point, there really isn't that prevalent or that very, like, scary of a villain. You know, you kind of got the, the phantasm is appearing here and there, but mm-hmm. it's always very briefly, kind of snippets yeah. of it. Yep. And obviously, you know, when Joker comes in, that's when it's like, uh-huh. oh, like, that's almost more like, even though Joker comes in very late, it still feels like they're more the villain uh, in this one. 100%, yeah. Personally. Yeah. Um, uh, I, that scene was phenomenal. Uh, I the opening credit sequence, we were kind of like flying through Gotham Dude, with that very yeah. like, epicy like or- orchestral like score to it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was another highlight for me. Uh, it was the scene where he first meets um, the the love interest, whose name I am blanking on Andrea. right now. Andrea, Andrea, thank you. Um, and when she walks away, and she had that one line, it was. Um, mother was asking and then she drives off yeah nominal dialogue like a way to use the dialogue to, like really tie it all together I and know. show that like that's that's so smart and well written for like uh you know what is an animated movie geared towards children oh, yeah yeah and it's such a sharp well-written line right there um, yeah so i i just know because we're kind of coming up on time here i wanted to give my highlight to the film uh and then also say that in that scene where he's doing jujitsu in the yard is so very clearly not jujitsu. Uh, it's so funny, not, dude. Yeah. <laughs> at, at no point is he even on the ground. Uh, <laughs> I just want to bring. Not that I'm a martial arts expert, but literally when I saw that, like that's definitely not jujitsu. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the only time he's on the ground is when they're making out. All right, that's how you fight. I, I mean, right, take, notes. take notes. Take notes. They have great chemistry for being animated characters. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, no. Before we get we're too far real. from it. Real chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> like before we get too far away from it. Um, so Gio earlier mentioned the um, like the uh, the duration, like the runtime of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then Spencer, you uh, we were kind of talking about pacing for a minute. Uh, you guys want to know something even crazier? And like what makes this movie so interesting to me is yeah. so originally this was supposed to be a TV movie. This was supposed okay. to be a completely, oh, shit, yeah. completely TV movie, just uploaded along with like the Batman animated series. Okay. Um, about nine months or to a year out, I can't remember how long of a like a time frame it was. Uh-huh. They, basically, the studio was like, "Yeah, we're gonna give this a, like a an actual release, like in theaters." Oh, okay. Like uh, with like a year to work on it, yeah. and it's like, oh my god, like they, uh, yeah. Imagine, imagine if this had just been the straight to like, like TV movie. That's that's fucked up, man. That's crazy. Would have been like the ultimate hidden gem. I know. You know. Yeah. 
Literally. I mean, yeah, out like, of the Batman yeah. movies, I feel like it still is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like yeah. getting down to the to the animated ones is like a different layer. You know what I mean? Uh, at least, like for me, you know, I I I think I've seen a little uh, out of like all the animated Batman's. I think the ones uh, the one I've seen the most is Batman Beyond. I fucking That's love like Batman Beyond. My... Return of the Joker is. I watched Return of the Joker immediately after I finished this because I love both those movies yeah. so much. Yeah, that's my kind of like only foray prior to this into the animated mm-hmm. Batman realm. I, I think I've seen actually year one uh year one's a pretty good one yeah yeah year one's a good one uh some of the newer good ones gotham by gaslight was pretty interesting i didn't like the animation Mm. style but i love that comic um i'm trying to oh uh the long halloween part one and two it's like a three hour long animated movie that's on max that that one's that one's really good one of my favorite batman comics actually um just the max so gross i know it's it's bad look what you've become I know. Oh, oh, the the last one that I'll mention, Batman Under the Red Hood, uh, probably my second favorite, like, Batman animated right. uh, anything. That that movie's literally perfect. Uh, I, like, it, it's just behind this one in my mind, in terms of Batman let, animated stuff. Let me pose this trivia question to you two. Okay. Okay. One two. of the actors that has portrayed Batman was asked what his favorite Batman movie was, and he answered, Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. Which Batman actor was it? Oh God, I don't know. I don't know this. I'm gonna say Pattinson. Okay. Pattinson does seem like the type. Fuck. If it's Ben, if it's Ben Affleck, I'm gonna kill myself. I'm gonna fucking shit myself. (laughs) Um, I'll say, uh, I'll say. Oh God, I'll say Christian Bale. I I don't, I don't have a real guess, but I'll, I'll go with it. So we have Gio with Pattinson. We have Aaron with Christian Bale. And the answer is Robert Pattinson. Let's, I fucking knew it. That's he's right. a man that's of a, that's fucking taste. He's a fucking man of taste is that's all I have to say. What a legend. Uh, what a fucking legend. I, I didn't realize this uh, until Aaron kind of just brought up Affleck. But the last three actors that played Batman are Christian Bale and Affleck and Robert Pattinson. Three people I would argue are fantastic artists in the in the world of cinema. Yes. Uh, while Ben Affleck probably... You know, he's he, not probably he is not on the acting level of Bale and Pattinson. Yeah, no. He's a really good director and writer. Like he really, yeah. we're gonna get into this in a you know a podcast episode that'll be released at some point. One of his uh, directorial films. But that's a talented guy. Yeah, so it's like the, we've yeah. kind of low key. Like obviously, there's been there's so much superhero fatigue in our generation, and mm-hmm. the Batman's have been like everything else, just like beaten and bloody to death in yeah. terms of how they've been put out there. Yep. But we have had three very talented people take on the cowl, which is kind of nice. It is. Mm-hmm. It's very yeah, nice. No. Uh, yeah. In, in the words of uh, JB Smoove, he ran that ass into the ground. You know what I mean? With Batman. <laughs> <laughs> you know? This guy's definitely watching curb clips every day. 100%. Yeah, no, I, fell, I fell into the rabbit hole, guys. You know, I fell into the curb <laughs> rabbit hole. Never seen an episode. I think I tried, <laughs> but it was like just too long. I was like, ah. It, you know what it is? I mean, wait, I, I, wait I, a minute. You. You've never seen Curb, and you're in the... the okay, look, that's crazier than I thought it was. That's way look, crazier. It's, you know what? The algorithm started recommending, like, all oh, best uh, best scenes from Curb uh, season seven. You know what I mean? And it starts off like that. And I'm like, oh, uh, I, I don't know why. I don't know what makes you, like, click on anything. No one knows. You just kind of end up in it, right? It's your, it's your monkey you know, brain with the symbols I've clapping. <laughs> without ever seeing an episode of either Curb or Seinfeld, 
now I'm deep in and I'm watching the 30 minute behind the scenes of the Seinfeld reunion show on the curb, of the curb, of the, on the curb like, without ever watching either, ever. Dude, bold of them to bring back Kramer like two years post Laugh Factory. Yeah, that was, and the, that was you, no have, you see, have you seen the actual episode? No, I've seen they like call, the behind. There's a whole, there's a whole plot line about it. Like the no. one of the ending bits. Stop. Is, yeah, no. Kramer is yelling at. Oh, I'm totally gonna butcher it. It's been years since I've seen it, but he's yelling at like a black character. He's like, "Yeah, what is it with you people? You're always like this." Well, and like screaming at him. And then there happens to be like a, a tram, like a Universal Studios tram, yeah, by yeah. like all black people. Oh, <laughs> and they all pull out like we're yeah. cameras and stuff are recording. He's like, Dang. "Oh, not again!" And it's. It's so bold to do it like right Damn. after. Damn, that's uh, impressive. That's, that's impressive. I'm, I'm I'm surprised they even like got him to do that. Like, cause I know it like it was like he probably loved it. Like, she went back into like total obscurity after that. Like disappeared yeah. after the incident, came back to that episode, and then disappeared for like another yeah. ten years before he did comedians and cars. Like, yeah, he did an episode of comedians and cars. Good episode. Hey, yeah, he did. That's also a great. That was like my guilty pleasure show forever. Was like yeah. a. You know, like, I need something... That was my... Uh, you know, because I, I live not in the... I live out of state from where my family grew mm-hmm. up. And if I was ever back in town, I'm, like, sitting in, like, the living room and need to put something on. I was like, what can I put on that's light and enjoyable and is not going to have anything awkward to, like, watch yeah. with, like, the parents? That's fair. Uh-huh. Me and Zakara's getting coffee was mm-hmm. always that. And then also be good uh, airplane thing to watch, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I was a big fan of that show. Yeah, it's my good show for that. Phenomenal editing on that show. I watched I like know. a I, I watched like a few episodes. That's another one like I, I like I watched a lot of clips from, but like not many <laughs> of the actual episodes. <laughs> you know, because I don't like you know it's like YouTube that's easily accessible, but it's like uh you gotta like sit down. Now I gotta Can like open Netflix. It's like like... <laughs> literally, that's me. Yeah, the episodes are like twelve minutes long. Like these these clips you're watching, I guarantee you are like half of the episode. Like they're, it's not a I long mean, show. I mean, they could just upload it, you know, on on YouTube. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's like. Nothing wrong with that, I think. <laughs> Jesus Did Christ. you have something? I was about to, about to hit a, take us to the wrap up. Unless you had something. You're trying I to know. Oh, oh, I remember what it was. Um, I was just gonna say, you know, my guilty or my uh my show of choice, like to sh- like put on with the parents. It is. Young children. Uh, shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> Sunny. Oh, classic. <laughs> it's all oh, we dude, are in different every, households. Every Christmas, I throw on the Christmas special, bro. Oh, it's so great. I did that last, last Christmas. I There last, you go. Yeah, boy. It, appe- it appealed a lot more to my father and my brother than it did my mother. I'll say yeah, that I right. can't imagine oh, her yeah. liking that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. Uh, it's not for everybody. Um, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I'm hoping to slowly, you know, kind of get – maybe I get my dad here and there. Pick yeah, the right yeah. episodes to show him. Yeah, uh-huh. you start off with the the troll toll, you know. Probably wouldn't start off with that one. Just well, not because it's he... too inappropriate, but just because there's so many inside jokes in that episode, it's uh, kind of like, you know, that's more of like I a, guess an episode right. for the yeah. fans. Yeah. Oh, we do like the the road trip episode. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's like so Couple much. Hot dogs calm me down. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Aaron, you have no how often I quote "It's Always Sunny" to people, and they don't know what I'm quoting, and they just think oh. that I'm like really dumb. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Or that I'm just like a horrible person. Like I do it all the time. It's, Man, dude. So, you. so I, uh, I, I, I just edited like two episodes of the podcast back to back. 
I say uh-huh. a couple hot dogs will calm me down in both of them. <laughs> it, it was so funny. I because because it it was funny because in one of them, like I say it at the very end of the episode, and the other one I say it within the first ten minutes, and it, I was losing Man. my mind, dude. It was so funny. I was yeah, I, I was dying laughing. It's so funny is that like that's all that's episode right. I have other quotes from that episode that I say all the time. One of them is like uh, beers. Grab, grab a couple couple road beers, and people come and look at me like. No. <laughs> like, was, are you insane? That's only a joke for us. Age. Like, uh, you know, like the I eat stickers all the time, dude. Uh, like, replace it with something else that's weird. Like, I drink milk all the time, dude. Uh, <laughs> you do yeah. drink milk. You're a milk liker. You that guy. Big, You're a milk enjoyer for sure. Yeah. Big milk. Big two. Mister Two Percent is what we call him. Literally. Mister Two Percent. Hey, spending Two Percent. Hey, careful. You sound like a Batman villain now. You gotta come in. Hey, shout out to Abe Pagoda. All right. <laughs> Let's close it out. Let's hit our closing thoughts. Aaron, you picked it, so we're going to do you last. Geo. Also, we thought overall on Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Well, like I said, it's phenomenal. Uh, really tight. Really uh, great pacing, I thought, out of the hour and 17. Uh, like I said, you know, it was really fantastic. Action-packed, and it it fed in with the story. It had a great story to back up the action. It wasn't just like the animated uh, vomit that you give to kids. You know, this was like real substance, real story. And it was uh, it was just amazing. It, it was great. The lines killed me. Uh, the 30s dialogue, the fedoras, the trench coats, you know, the flashbulb cameras. It all played into it. The gothic scene. I just really enjoyed it. It was a fun time. And you know what? I think it's gotten me. I think I got the tick now. I think I'm going to be watching more of the animated Batman. We'll start off with the movies. Start off with the movies. Don't get your hopes up on this on the series. You know, I'm still watch the Mr. Freeze one next. That's the second best one. Okay, the Mr. Freeze Mr. one. Mr. Freeze right, one's cool. second best one. Well, there you have it. Uh, like, uh, and I think that should say it all. You know, I got the tick now, and maybe you can too. So, uh, if we're yeah. ta- if we're taking it out of ten, uh, I'm gonna give this one a very very solid eight point seven. Love 8. it. 7. Love it. Hey, Love it. Bad. Love it. It's a B plus. Eight point seven. That's a B plus. Yeah. I just want to say real quick, Gio is like the entirety of the time that I've known him, which is many, many years at this point, has always hated TV shows and True. has refused to watch a TV show. Uh, and to my knowledge, in the last few years, the only show he has watched uh, fully to completion is Wednesday. Uh, That's damn crazy. <laughs> you're right. I think you're right. It's crazy because <laughs> I think you're right. Really? Oh my yeah. god, Gio. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, that's tough. Uh, I'm going to get into my <laughs> overall review here. Uh, yeah, this is a really great movie. Like, I watched it a few times in this in the span of a few days. Um, you know, one, I was just like, for prep, and then one, I was like, I'm going to watch it again just for enjoyment. Damn right, uh, you did. Yeah, and they, they were both phenomenal. Um, great viewings. This movie has so much style to it, so much heart. Uh, it, it did something where it had a very different feel from the other Batmans I've seen, which is so hard to do because it's such an oversaturated genre. Like, I mean, Batman movies itself is its own genre, which is insane to think. Um, yeah, it's very, very epic-y. The darkness and the horror element to it, some good one-liners sprinkled throughout. Technically, like, very beautifully uh, drawn, um, sharply written. You have great acting, uh, voice acting performances all around. Uh, to me, solid eight. Saw it eight out of ten. Love to hear it. All right, now Please. the 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 president of the Batman fan club. Goddamn right, I am. Aaron. Man. All right. So uh, I will start out with like a slight criticism 
I, I had mm. um, with this movie, which might come to shock to you guys. Um, so while watching it, I, I I didn't pull out one of my four copies of it. I watched it on Max. <laughs> I watched it on, okay. on HBO. Um, so I, I wanted to say, did you guys have an issue with like the audio mixing? Because audio mixing for on on my TV, I was turning it up and down constantly, and it was pissing really? me off. Yeah, Man, it, but. I... So I pulled it up on disc as well to see. Only problem uh-huh. on Max. Only problem on Max. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I tried. I, I, I tried the Blu-ray version of the disc and the DVD. I. I mean, I was watching it. You know, um, in the morning, broad day. So like, I had no worries okay. about okay. volume, personally. I mean, neither did I. I was. I was just watching it, and then eventually I'd be like, "Damn, that was really loud. I should turn down a little bit at the explosions." And then other times I'd be like, "Damn, I cannot Whoa. fucking hear what they're saying." Max, yeah. I know. Laid off hey. the uh, audio department. So yeah, that not a, not an issue with fucking Batman: Massive Phantasm. Uh, just fucking a problem with Max. So fix your shit. Uh, anyways, um, so a few a few points that I wanted to point out in like my closing remarks here. Uh, one thing that I love about Batman: The Animated Series and this movie particularly, I love the sound design. The sound design is so perfect. The explosions are perfect. The look of the explosions is perfect. It's the best explosions in animation, I think. Like even mm. to this day, I I I think it's just excellent. Um, obviously, like uh, I'm a fucking fanboy. Like I've been watching Batman animated series since I was fucking like before I was born. Um, I, I I just love it. Mark Hamill kills it in this. You know, the Joker. It's his classic role. It's just so good. Kevin Conroy, love him to death. Uh, he's great. Uh, in this, you know. I love this story. I love this, like, isolated, simple Batman story. There's no fucking... There's not even any bells and whistles. It's just it's just a well-written Batman story that happens to be animated and happens to have some of the greatest voice actors in all of animation history, in my opinion. Mm. And I, I just... I love it, and I'm, I'm very happy to hear that you guys love it. I'd be lying to myself if I didn't give it a 10 out of 10. Mm. Mm. Perfect. I, I would expect nothing less from the, the Ultimate Batman fan. Yes, sir. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed it. Till the next time, I'm Spencer. I'm Aaron. My bad. I'm Gio. <laughs> and this has been the 35mm Colonoscopy Podcast. Telling you, not, not you, but all our female listeners... There is a cutoff for referring to your father as daddy. There just is. I hate to be the one to say it, but there is a cutoff. And That's, what That's what you choose. That's what you choose. Damn it, Spencer.